0: Hey there, welcome to the official Jets podcast. We are presented as always by WinBet. Betting is a team sport, bet together at WinBet. We're going to break tradition here a little bit this week. Throughout the season, I sit down with Jets head coach Robert Sala in a weekly spot that appears on CBS. Due to time constraints, though, that's always cut down a little bit. What we wanted to do today was bringing you our latest sit-down with the Jets head coach in addition to a conversation we had a day after the season with Jets GM Joe Douglas. Since the Jets hired Sala in 2001, they've gone 4-13, and 7-10, and 7-10. and This season was supposed to be the breakthrough after the acquisition of Aaron Rodgers, but he went down, of course, four snaps into the season. The Jets started four quarterbacks this season and played 13 different offensive linemen due to injuries. They beat three playoff teams along the way and ended a 15-game losing streak to the New England Patriots. Let's start right there with Robert Sala. All right, Monday morning. You get here after the season wraps up with the win over the New England Patriots. What's the message to the guys in the room?
1: Um, It's kind of a continuation of what we talked about last week um we want to start 2024 with a win um 2024 is going to be special uh we're expecting to get a lot of wins in 2024 we're not expecting to be in the same position uh a year from now uh that we're in now we expect to be in something better and um so the message was that we're 1-0 in the year 2024 and the expectation is that we work our tails off and uh we work with the same deliberate mindset that we attacked last offseason with and um and when the time comes to, to put ourselves in position to go 2-0, we're, we're prepared to do it.
0: How are you going to use that adversity that you face in 2023 as a positive in 2024?
1: There's a lot of positives, um, you know, in, in these situations. You, you can either mope and complain about what happened, or you can try to find the silver linings that you can build and grow off of. And, uh, you know, a lot of young guys got way more reps than uh, we anticipated, um, and because of it, we feel like we've got some guys that we can build off of. When you look at guys like Xavier Gibson and Jason Brownlee and uh, Carter Warren, Joe Tittman had a wonderful year. Ruckert uh, took a big step. Even Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, uh, just second-year kids, uh, took a big step. So there was a lot of gro- uh, growth. Uh, Max Mitchell uh, took a step. So there's a lot of growth on the offensive side of the ball and um, and guys who are going to be the foundation uh, of this football team. And, um, and then defensively, you know, uh, um, played a lot of really, really good quarterbacks uh, and defensively we held our own. Um, uh, for the most part played very well against those quarterbacks, finished top five in most uh, uh, most categories. So again, the defense, um, while statistically may not look as good as last year, I feel like was every bit as good as last year, if not better. Um, and so, you know, we feel confident about the championship team that we put together on that side of the ball. and special teams took a big step. And uh, uh, did a lot of really good things. So there's a lot of really good positives, um, but at the same time, you can't turn a blind eye to all the things that we need to get corrected. And um, and those are things that we're going to attack here in the off season. Can you talk about the
0: demons that you guys got rid of here this season?
1: Um, for sure. You know, uh, there's small things. Again, you're just you're looking for a silver lining, right? And uh, we beat three playoff teams. We we uh, we played Josh Allen twice. We played Tua twice. We played. Uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen uh, uh, when they were rolling, uh, Jalen Hurts when they were rolling, um, uh, uh, Herbert when he was rolling. Uh, played a lot of good quarterbacks and uh, felt like we we did a pretty darn good job against uh, against most of them for the most part. And um, uh, you know, and that was the question going in, and is could could we hold down a really good quarterback? And I felt like we did did a pretty good job doing it. And uh, you know, so that was a that was a big deal. And you know, uh, we finished the season strong. You know, uh, uh, won three of our last five, and uh, offense got incrementally better with all the youth and a little bit of continuity on the offensive line. And uh, uh, Trevor was two and one as a starter, which I thought was uh, impressive by him. And you know, and obviously, there's still things that, like I said, we got to get better at. But um, but if you're if you're combing through, you can find a lot of positives.
0: Was it bittersweet watching Aaron out there
1: the last few weeks
0: handle the scout team because he's an elite quarterback and you got to think about what might have been, but also it's got to make you think, hey, we got a great chance to do something special going forward.
1: Yeah. Um, he's a special talent and I think that was good for everyone to watch and kind of reconnect to uh, who he is and type of player he is and... Uh, you know, we, we had an unbelievable OTA in training camp, and then four plays in, he was gone. But um, he's a game-changer. Uh, he's elite in every regard, uh, every sense of the imagination or every word you can conjure up. But uh, um, he's special. Um, and it, it's a little bittersweet because you're watching, and you're like, God, ah, what could have been? You know, uh, a lot of us in our heart believe that we'd be preparing for a playoff spot right now, or a uh, playoff game, but we're not. Uh and with that, uh, misfortune comes fuel, and uh, and I think he's going to be more driven than ever along with the rest of our uh, football team.
0: You made it clear today that you think, and there is belief here at One Jets Drive, that you are much closer than what people may think on the outside.
1: Yeah, uh, I do. I do think we are a lot closer. I mean, um, we're still the same group that, that we all thought would be primed for a championship uh, on Monday, September 11th at about 8 o'clock, when player introductions were being announced, but uh, it didn't happen. Um, And, you know, there's many reasons why things don't happen the way we want them to happen, but at the same time, um, we acknowledge the things that we need to attack. And uh, when you look at the things that kind of opened our eyes through all the adversity, uh, it gives us a lane. It gives us an inside track to try to get those those things fixed and get those things rectified, get healthy, um, add some pieces, and um, and from there, you know, like I said, we'll, we we gotta go play. We gotta go prove it. Uh, Talking is not the time, but um, but we gotta go prove it. and We're gonna get that opportunity.
0: We're sitting here in January, but how excited are you about the off season ahead, as far as the work your staff is gonna be doing with? Joe Douglas and his personnel. I'm
1: uh, really excited as always. The offseason's fun, and uh, where you're, you know, you're, you're going through scheme evaluation. You're making the adjustments that you need to make from a scheme standpoint. You're trying new things. You're adding new players. You're saying goodbye to great players. You're there's just a lot of there's a lot of great things that happen in the NFL off season, and uh, you know, with all these uh, College Bowl All Star games, I should say, and and the Combine and the Pro Days and Free agency and all the different things that come up—it's—it's uh, uh, it's a good opportunity for all of us to, to just stick our keep our feet in the ground and grind.
0: There are reasons for optimism about this Jets club. Let's start with the defense. They finished first in the NFL in yards per play. They have stars at each level, including the likes of the brother pair Quinnen and Quincy Williams, and cornerback Sauce Gardner. There are going to be decisions and make of players on players like prolific pass rusher Bryce Hoff, and safety Jordan Whitehead. Special teams was also a strength, as both kickers had stellar years, although Greg Zerline and Thomas Morstead have expiring contracts, as does special teams ace Justin Hardy. Irv Charles and Xavier Gibson and Jason Brownlee are young players the Jets are excited about. You can add Jeremy Ruckert into that mix as well. Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson are stars who are only going to get better. But offense figures are come to focus this offseason as Aaron Rodgers will change the look of the entire roster. But the, Jets, but the Jets, again, have to address the offensive line. With that being said, here's our talk with Jets GM Joe Douglas. I think you're going to feel his urgency to win now. Joe, from your vantage point, how would you describe the 2023 New York Jets season?
2: <laughs> uh, ultimately, not good enough, you know. Um proud of the way the guys competed. Uh, there's a lot of character on this team. Um, these guys had a lot of opportunity to maybe not finish as strong as they, they did by winning three, three of the last five games, but uh, they battled and um, they proved the, the type of character that's in this locker room. But ultimately, um, seven wins isn't enough. You know, we, we have to be better.
0: How do you view it overall as far as you and Robert here? in the three-year stint where you guys totally reshaped that roster in 2021 and that continued to 2022, go from four wins to seven wins and then seven wins again here in 2023 despite playing with a ton of different offensive line combinations and four different quarterbacks.
2: Yeah. You know, there's, there's been a lot of adversity thrown at specifically the offensive side of the ball uh, when it comes to injuries and, and uh Changes in the depth chart. Um, you know uh, this team's battled. They have battled through a lot, and uh, ultimately, um, you, you don't want you don't want the adversity to define the season. You want the the definition of the season to be us overcoming it. So, um, I think that's the the next step. Is uh, I think I think we've all the last two years experienced setbacks, experienced um, the adversity, and now next year's probably one of the gu- only guarantees you'll have is that there will be some, some sort of adversity in any season. Um, so now we're, 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 we're gonna be equipped to overcome it and, uh, and we're gonna win games next year.
0: How can this group specifically grow from what happened in 2023 when you're talking about adversity?
2: Yeah, well I think a lot of young players were able to get valuable experience. You know, you talk about guys like Xavier Gibson, and Jason Brownlee, Joe Tippmann, um, a, a, lot, a lot of young players um, really had opportunities they, that they may not otherwise have um, um, because of injuries and so a lot of those guys made the most of their opportunities and so that that experience that some of these offensive players had uh, as young players is similar to some of the experience that our young defensive players had in Robert's first year and uh, on the defensive side of the ball and so that, that helped be a springboard for the defense's success moving forward.
0: What do you think about the defense's performance throughout the year? Because this was a group that often didn't play with the lead. Often, you guys were in the second half, and they were forced to play from behind. But with that being said, they still put up very good numbers across the
2: board. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing the job that Robert Brick, our, our defensive staff, did, um, and the players. I mean. These guys, their 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 competitive in nature, their their will to win, um, you see it every snap. I mean, these these guys battle and uh, they play fast, they play tough, they play hard. They embody they embody the heart, mind, fist mentality that uh, Robert and, and Brick set forth.
0: What was your reaction to Quincy Williams being voted team MVP by the guys in the room?
2: That was exciting because. You know how much effort that Quincy puts in, how much work. And to see it, see all of that hard work and determination it manifest itself this year and the year that he had, um, a pro bowl caliber year, all pro caliber year, in my opinion, um, I, I, I'm sure it was gratifying to him. And uh, what, a, what, a, what a great success story for, for him um, after getting drafted in the league. Um, being cut by the team that drafted him, and then being voted team MVP uh, by his peers. Unbelievable. Fantastic story.
0: Heading into the offseason, you got to like where you're at defensively at all three levels. I know there will be some tinkering, some key business decisions, but with that being said, that core is coming back.
2: Yeah, we've got a lot of good core players coming back. So I think it's important for us to get into the lab and, and determine, you know, okay, what were the – what were the exact reasons why certain decisions didn't work? Uh, pinpoint the exact reasons why some of them did. Uh, move forward, make the best, the best decisions that we can make in, in terms of adding, adding quality players, quality people to the depth chart, and then going out and winning games.
0: When you watched Aaron Rodgers out there in the practice field, down the stretch, running scout team, did it go through your mind what could have been? as far as this season is concerned, and then also made you look forward to 2024 and say, hey, this thing's going to be headed in the right yeah. direction.
2: definitely some bittersweet moments there in the last three weeks, you know, watching, watching him run the scout team, watching him go against our first-team defense almost every day and some of the throws that he made in practice and t- took you back to training camp, right, and some of the throws he was making in training camp, and, um, you know, your heart sinks a little bit thinking about, losing him for the year, but then you do think about next year, you know, and, and now it's, uh, the, the, it's going to come to fruition in 2024.
0: What would you say about the fire that still burns inside of him?
2: Oh, it's, it's still blazing. You know, he's, uh, he's the ultimate competitor, you know, and he's, he's someone that wants to prove everybody wrong, you know? And so, um, I, I love, I love where he's at right now. And, um, I can't wait for OTAs to start, I'm sure he can't wait either, but uh, I, think, I think a lot of people are coming back with a, with a renewed purpose and on a mission.
0: The young building blocks, Brees Hall. after an ACL tear, he goes for over 1,500 yards from scrimmage. How about Garrett Wilson? Back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, 95 receptions despite playing with four different quarterbacks. Yeah.
2: Uh, those two guys are cornerstone players, and they showed it this year. And, you know, Brees is a weapon, you know, not just as a running back. I think everyone saw what he could do out of the backfield as a receiver. And You know, for Garrett, uh, the, the level of consistency that he's had um, with a lot of different variables in play in terms of the person throwing him the football, for him to maintain that level of consistency and to produce at that high of an output, for his first two years is remarkable, you know. So um, we're blessed to have those two guys.
0: You've always talked about the emphasis on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Can you speak to that specifically in regards to the offensive line this offseason?
2: Yeah, you know, so um, we feel we feel like we have a couple cornerstone guys um, in, in Tip, Joe Tipman and in, in AVT. So, um, you know, AVT's gonna be coming back uh, from, from his injury and. You know he's a he's a difference maker when he's on the line of scrimmage and so you know it's going to be continuing developing again another uh, O line's another position where we had young players get invaluable experience you know Carl Warren Max Mitchell had another year of experience I mean Xavier Newman Jake Hansen coming in um, guys that weren't even on our team in training camp coming in and and really competing and, and performing performing well um, and so um, that that experience that they had is only going to add to our team and our depth moving forward. Can you speak to the confidence
0: that you have in Robert Sala and his coaching staff?
2: Those guys do a great job of developing players, and it starts it starts with their their energy, their intent, um, and their and their teaching skill. And I think and I think you see that you see that manifest itself uh, every week. And I mean. Um, uh, I, I, really, I really appreciate our staff.
0: One thing that stood out to me while you are meeting with the media was the urgency that you're speaking with. Mm-hmm. You've made it clear to everybody in the building that we have to win. Yeah. Can you speak to that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's nothing else that's important besides winning. I think you heard that a lot today um, from players. Um, all that matters is winning. I feel like feel like everyone feels like the pieces are in place to, to have success. So now we just have to do it, and we have to do it consistently.
0: How valuable is this day as far as what you're getting, the feedback from the players before the insight, they depart?
2: Yeah, the insight that you're getting from the players is, is key um, because you, you're, not, you're not down there all the time. And so um, they're giving you some vision and sight into, into some of the things that we can do better to not only help them reach their goals but to help the team reach their ultimate goal of a, of a Super Bowl championship and so it's all coming from, from pure intent and that's, that's to win um, and that's to win a championship and so um, their honesty their, their honest feedback their insight is uh, very important.
0: You're a competitor you've won championships are you excited about What's ahead as far as this off is concerned?
2: 100. percent You know we have a we have a great opportunity in front of us, um, and we need to make the most of this opportunity. And uh, I, I think I think you know, there's always urgency, there's always pressure, and so um, that doesn't change. But uh, I feel like us coming together, um, really going through our process, our decisions, and. Um, knowing exactly what we have to do moving forward. I think that's going to galvanize us as a group. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, E.